Hello, everyone. Welcome back for another episode of Investigating Mars. Today, we will be talking about episode four from season two, Green-Eyed Monster. I'm Heidi. I'm Jimmy. I'm Malika. And I'm Naomi. And we don't have a vet today, nor do we have a guest host. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't. I don't have my. I don't have my sound effects ready. Oh, yet. that was pretty no. good. <laughs> We're do. falling off in numbers, guys. That's just not cool. No, we'll pick no. it up. Supposedly, we're supposed to do a commentary, and I'm assuming that means it's a good episode. So, I'm oh. hoping for good things coming up. <laughs> like a guest host. Yeah, hoping for a guest host. We cro- fingers crossed. We will have one next week. Yay. I find I finally listened to um, the uh, the last two commentaries for the finale. Uh-huh. And, um, I I I really wish I would have started counting Malika the oh my gods that you did because you know, <laughs> I I listened to to the to the group one specifically to to count how many times I said oh my god. And then I, I listened to yours just kind of freely, and I was like, oh, you know, I'll just listen. And by about midway through, you had said, oh, my God, at least half a dozen times. I was like, oh, I should have been counting because she might be. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even aware. <laughs> I've yet to listen. Someday you'll have to do that again, Jimmy, and give us an official count. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, it's just so funny because I realize how I didn't realize how often I was saying it until I was listening. I was like, oh, geez. <laughs> yeah, I don't even realize that I'm saying it, so it's got to be bad if you noticed it. <laughs> That's funny. Yes, those were very good commentaries, I must say. Okay, let's have our episode summary. Episode two, season two, episode four, Green Eyed Monster. Veronica tries to get her mind off the bus crash by going undercover to help a wealthy woman who is determined to prove that her potential fiance is cheating on her. Meanwhile, Keith asks Alicia about the mysterious man who recognized her at the restaurant, and Weevil gives Veronica new information about the accident. All right, so the A plot this week is the case of the week. Crazy stalker lady. Exactly. Thank you. I really didn't have a name for it. (laughs) Um, Then the B plot is titled Meg and Bus Stuff. So this includes Weevil. Okay. Because it's just kind of, it's just that little piece. Yeah. Um, And then C plot is Wallace's. The return of Wallace Jr. Yes, Wallace's family. Oh my gosh. Do you don't understand like how much I was like in my in my notes? It's oh my god, it's Wallace's brother. (laughs) Like in all caps. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't you glad I didn't tell you anything last week? Yeah, because we were just talking about it. I was like, of course. We seem to be prescient on this thing. I was to hear us. so sure that he had just been kind of written out. Yeah, was... uh, I, I really didn't think we were ever going to see him again. It's just, it, it seems that you know whatever whatever we're randomly talking about the week before seems to happen the next week. <laughs> Although honestly, I have to make a confession. I couldn't remember if he ever showed up again, and so <laughs> I just didn't say anything. <laughs> Maybe he just came back for this episode and disappears again. 
was it was it was it Wells's brother Jimmy that you were like can you just let us know if he comes back or if he doesn't and yeah okay because I just wanted to make sure that that was what we were talking about and not something else because when I saw him I'm like oh my god it's a good thing that I didn't say anything (laughs) we thought he was a secret spy (laughs) (laughs) he had caused a bus crash and whatever but he you know now that he's here he really could have caused a bus crash it's very interesting his timing in this whole season. That's all I'm saying. So, so you're saying that he went to that same uh, spy academy that uh, Frankie Muniz did? I think that he just jumped out in front of the bus. Like, oh my God, Wallace has a brother. There he is. <laughs> Maybe he had a scream mask on. <laughs> I don't, I'm pretty uh, sure it's not the same kid because. I remember, like, the kid that that was first Wallace's brother was super, super cute. And this kid, I didn't notice him being cuter otherwise, so. Mm-hmm. And he was pretty much the same height, which tells me kid actors, it's not the same one. So you're saying that they, that they pulled true. a backup pulled on the back Wallace's up. brother? <laughs> totally. They totally backupped Wallace's brother. <laughs> Nice. Well, you know what? Like, maybe, maybe that's part of the plot as well. Maybe he—it's like part of the plot that, like, you know, they replaced him. But Alicia's too busy with Keith to even notice, and it'll take her ex-husband, <laughs> aka other kid living in their house. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I thought you were my son, and then like Wallace's daddy will like uh, pop in and be like, yeah, see your bad mom. You didn't even notice your younger kid was the wrong one. Ha ha ha! Give me Wallace. <laughs> All right. Well, we will get back to this very interesting topic of conversation, possibly in the C plot. <laughs> right, right, right. For now. Sorry. Sorry, I just had to get that out of the way. Yes, yes. For oh. now, it's time for A plot. So this, we're going to call her crazy woman, comes in and uh, wants the silver package uh, to spy on her potential fiance. Okay. She's not crazy. She is Laura Bell Bundy, and she is freaking amazing. So just... She, I'm sorry, she's uh... bad crap crazy. Yes, her character is. But she is Laura Bell Bundy, and she's freaking amazing. Again, and... she's a, somebody that we've never heard of that Naomi knows very intimately. So tell us, Naomi, who is she? What has she been in? Because I am um, all curious. Well, she became really super famous. I mean, vastly famous, because she originated the role of Elle Woods on Broadway in the musical Legally Blonde, which ah. played oh. on MTV a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah. But she is, she's been in a bunch of stuff. Is she amazing. also okay, so... in Wicked? Pardon? Was yeah. she also in Wicked? Okay. I was like, yeah, I, know, I, I know that name. Like, when I saw the name go by my screen, I was like, hmm. I was like, I know that name. But then, like... When I realized that that's who that like that that's the character that she was, I was like, I don't recognize her, but I, I knew her name. Yeah, she um was a replacement uh, for Glinda. For Glinda, yeah. Yeah, I cover my my um, I covered the bottom of the screen for credits, but um, yeah, I love that you say she's vastly famous, and yet I've never heard of her, which is not surprising. I'm kind of clueless, but it's funny. <laughs> Well, it was I, like, like you have the bro- the circle of Broadway people, yeah. but then MTV aired the whole musical. Like the, for for the time that it had the rights to that, it aired it pretty much constantly. 
yeah i've seen over and over and over again and so there were a bunch of of teenage kids who just knew her because of mtv gotcha because i that's why probably because i've I've been seeing wicked and i've seen a bunch of stuff on broadway i have not seen legally blonde and i do not have mtv so apparently she also had a country music career of course she did (laughs) who hasn't she made all that money yeah, <laughs> that she has to hide from her boyfriend. But uh, so by the, by 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 the way, her name is Julie Block. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> in this episode, but uh, definitely con- going to continue to call her crazy stalker. Right. Lady. Yes. Yeah. Me too. Um, Keith doesn't want to take the case, and Veronica pretends to call and cancel, but she'd really like some cash. So yeah. yay for being uh, seeing Mars investigations again. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I wasn't. I, this is the first time we've seen it this season, right? We haven't been back to that set. Oh, I don't know. Um, I think so. Keith has been there. I, I mean, I don't know if we've. I see. It seems like we've seen Keith there, but we've I'm just not been to positive. the positive. Maybe not. Maybe we've yeah. only seen them in the I don't apartment. Think so. Yeah, I don't. I don't think. <clears throat> I think this is the first time because I, I, I was starting to think that maybe they had given up. Um, the business since uh-huh. he was running for sheriff. And I could be, I could have just been wrong and been like, you know, not paying close enough attention, but I feel like I might have noticed. And there were lots of Keith for sheriff signs all over the walls. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was so. cool. Sorry. I, go ahead. Where I, were we? I don't think so. I, I think this is the first time. I, th- I think it is. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Now that I'm like. Minions. <laughs> now that I'm thinking back, I think everything has pretty much just been in the apartment. So, yeah. All right. So, um, Julie is a very suspicious person, and she's very rich, and she wants to know if her potential fiance. I. She wants to know everything. I don't know. She. She wants to know if he's cheating on her. She wants to know if he's lying to her. Yeah. This would be a good spot for some crickets. Crickets. I know. Um, I, I, I just figured that he wasn't because, you know, that's how it goes. So. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. There Thank we go. You. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I think one of the more interesting things, though, is Veronica is using her big camera again. Uh, yeah. It, it seems that thing gets larger and larger every time we see it. Yeah. I mean, it's like... <laughs> the size of her leg now i know it was unusually like i mean i I know that they come this big but it was just like really how obnoxiously large can you get and it's not very covert at all and once again she wasn't even really trying for the most part she was just sitting in the bleachers taking pictures yeah you know like you do because yeah because why wouldn't you? Right. Yeah. I know I go down to the track to take pictures of strangers all the time. <laughs> no strangers my, have restraining orders. <laughs> it's yeah. one of my favorite hobbies. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, so Veronica's following Colin is his name. Um, yep. And he goes to a woman's house and meets with a rabbi. You know, not that we know it's the rabbi at first. Well, no. You know, I feel really bad for him. 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he deserves better. Yeah. Yeah, though that scene um when crazy stalker woman comes driving around and running towards the house and Veronica has to tackle her is clearly the best scene in this entire episode. <laughs> I I would have to agree. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> and she I remember she says her name but again it escapes me. Julie. Julie. Oh, okay. Julie, yeah. JJJ is for Julie. <laughs> you 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 are unique. Anybody? Anybody nope. know that? No. Nope. Yeah, but I can't recall. I can't. I don't know. It was just a Julie from MTV in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Oh, right, 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 right. Because I saw that. You shared it on your Facebook. No, did I? <laughs> or, no, we, I remember. I don't remember. If you remember. I, I you do. Your blonde episode, and we kind of just all posted, like, Julie Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Tangent, sorry. Tangent, sorry. Uh, and I had nothing to do with it. No, you didn't. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was the guilty party this time. <laughs> All right, so Veronica calms Julie down, and then in the middle of the night, Julie starts freaking out again and calls her, and now she wants the gold package, which is an upgrade, and she, Veronica is going to try and seduce the boyfriend. And uh, But we were never clear on if the gold package actually comes with girl talk, does it? <laughs> I'm thinking no. Probably not. Oh my god, that would be platinum, because I can't imagine, like, Veronica offering up girl talk with this girl. But I did find it highly amusing, the whole, like, (laughs) the bait and switch. Or the bait and whatever you want to call it. The Veronica bait. What, as the um, the sorority girl, you mean? Yeah, and her idea of, like, slutty attire was not that slutty. I have to say. It just, it amused me that that was, like, her... Her one, her one thing was like raising her arms over her head so her belly like showed for a brief second, <laughs> and that was it. I was like, really? I was like, uh, but I'm kind of happy that they did that because. But I thought it would it would be kind of funny to see her turn it up. She just looked uh, cute, college co-ed. Yeah. But before before that happens, she has to call Wallace, in the Wallace Jackie weird makeout oh, scene. Uh, yeah, I actually have yeah. that. In C plot, so we'll actually just say Wallace shows up here and <laughs> helps Veronica. Um, yeah, the way I have it is Veronica is playing co-ed again, <laughs> and Wallace uh, comes to video the situation and possibly get her out of it if she needs help. So, did anybody watch the cutscene? No. Am I the only... <clears throat> so the cutscene um, uh, of this episode that <clears throat> shows that she actually went to someone. There was somebody that she hired to actually be the seducer, and she was going to be the uh, camera person, and that's why she calls Wallace because that person cancels apparently. Ah, which would also explain the attire, <clears throat> meaning that it's very cute, but not so much like. I'm setting out to seduce some guy. Yeah. Uh, or it could just be that I have an or... idea of, of what it should look like, and that's not it. 
<clears throat> I, I'm I'm thinking of stuff about donut and low expectations, and but we'll save that for the, <laughs> the B flat. Oh <laughs> lord. Uh, I, yeah. I uh, I I really found the sorority girl uh, the whole ploy um, equal parts awesome and uncomfortable. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Same, same. It was really funny, and at the same time, I'd cringe every now and then. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, this is a little too weird. Stop. You're, you're making a fool of yourself. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you could tell that he just, there was no way that he was ever going to, like, fall for it, be into it, and it was just kind of like, okay, this is just bad yeah it was a little uncomfortable but it was fun i mean it, it's always fun to see you know veronica take on a, you know a new persona uh -huh. but uh but this one was definitely uh it had its its lower points to it <laughs> yeah but i also think i also think that it's like it was uncomfortable because not because veronica as a private eye but like thinking about veronica as a co-ed trying to come on to him like if she was actually being sincere about it that's what made me cringe because i can just picture this girl like trying so hard because i mean obviously veronica as veronica probably doesn't care you know like mm -hmm. i mean she's just trying to snag him if he'll be snagged but if you imagine veronica as being sincere in this role that's kind of where i started cringing a bit because i kept on forgetting <laughs> yeah <laughs> Okay, so all of the movie stars' houses that we've seen in this show, they all have movie posters up of their own movies. Is this a thing? So, you know, I think that if you are a movie star, that you probably have, I would guess, a room in your house that's probably dedicated to awards your favorite movie posters of the movies you've been in, that kind of stuff. But, like, mm -hmm. in the living room, I would yeah. think that's a little tacky. And, like, in the Eccles house, it's, like, down the front hallway. Well, see, now, with the Eccles, because you've got Aaron and his ego. Well, yes, that's very true. I, I could probably totally see that. But I don't, I mean, like, th there was a large period of time where all of the posters for the productions that I was in and this is just, you know, high school community theater level. I, I had those hanging up all over my room. But they were not pristine in a frame sort of posters. They were the ones that you got everyone in the cast to sign. And they were covered mm -hmm. in signatures and in jokes and stuff like that. So, I don't know. And I think, I think that, like, that would probably be a little more acceptable. Like, say it was your first movie. And you got the entire cast and crew to sign it. Like, that mm -hmm. would be cool to have framed and have up somewhere where people could see it. But, like, every movie you've been in, not so sure. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a little weird, and I I wasn't sure maybe that happens. I don't know, but... <laughs> I mean, I, I don't particularly know any famous people, and I've, exactly. I've, really, I've never really visited famous people's houses, per se. So, I don't know if this is a thing, but it, it certainly could be. I'm sure that there are people who are narcissistic enough to do such a thing. Yes, yes, I can definitely see that. <laughs> um, so Wallace decides that the time is up and he's going to rescue Veronica in case uh, the seducing worked, I guess, is the, is the point of this. And 
So he is selling pens and open boxes of candy. <laughs> oh, Wallace. <laughs> oh, he oh, obviously Wallace. thought out this plan very well. Well, it was supposed to be, you know, just ring the bell and interrupt whatever was happening. But then Veronica was like, keep going. I need more time. <laughs> so was... for, for first part of the moment, that was a pretty okay plan. This you, was you... Um, also very uncomfortable, yet completely hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, this whole, this, this whole interaction with uh, Scottish man was was very uncomfortable at times. The whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I have to agree. Although hilarious. So hey, he was I couldn't under, I couldn't decide whether he was like a bad actor or a really good actor just cuz he was so wooden. But unlike well, unlike Donut it seemed appropriate. Yeah, cuz here was this very odd girl who's like barging into his house and and he was uncomfortable. <laughs> Like, I, and, and, she's got a flat tire, and I want to be nice, but can she be gone now? I know. How can I get rid of her? Like, I, I wouldn't know what to do with myself if something if something like that happened to me. I, I would probably stare in awe. <laughs> be like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah, I would probably be like, are, is this... Is any part of this real? Am I being yeah, hunt? I know because because nobody like I would no no person would ever come on to me like this, <laughs> like just trying to think or I wouldn't come on to anyone like this. Like when does this happen? Never. Never. <laughs> maybe if I was Scottish and I was you know living in Nick Cage's house, maybe, maybe. I guess. Maybe. Yeah, it's, yeah, he seems like he's like taking it in stride, and it happens to him like every other day. With like you know, he's like, well. Sorry, can't help you, but uh, yeah, nice try there. This is Nick Cage's house, by the way. So, BT but, but dubs. Speaking of Nick Cage, so we're to assume that Nick Cage lives in Neptune. I have that as a note. I'm like, he has a house in Neptune. He doesn't he has he a house in Neptune. So I, I don't know. It's just the way that they were talking about it in season one. It seemed like Aaron Eccles was the fam- like the super famous person in town. But now there are other movie stars who are just like, yes, I live in Neptune. Do we know that specifically this house was in Neptune? Because maybe it's like the next town over or something. I I have no clue. I don't know geography. Of, I have no idea. Of Neptune. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know geography of Neptune. <laughs> I, I assume Neptune grows and shrinks just as, you know, Sunnydale, Sunnydale does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most likely. <laughs> Plus all of those, all of those like beach coast uh, cities in California, it's like there's no end to where one is and the next one begins because they all just run together all the way along the the H-C-H. Pacific Coast Highway. So it's <laughs> like, yeah, you don't know when you're in one and when you're in the next one. That's true. That's why Orange County isn't a real place. It's fictitious. <laughs> yeah. It's just an area. <laughs> an it's area. Just... Yeah, this general area. It's yeah. just an area where the real housewives live. Yeah, I, well, I used to live in LA and I used to live in San Diego and like Orange County was like the no man's land between the two. It's like <laughs> some people live here. We don't know who they are, but they're all the rich people yeah. who lives there. Yeah, there's a lot of rich people who live here, but we don't really affiliate with any of them. Right. Back in the day, <laughs> I should say back in the day because I'm sure now it's completely different. But it's funny. 
All right. So uh, Veronica found on Colin's computer that uh, he had been on a like a genealogy website, and so Julie is angry that Colin was looking into her life. Oh my goodness, oh, the irony! Shut up. <laughs> I just I'm... wanted her to shut up. <laughs> I just want to slap her. And, and I. I've got a running tally. I think that we need to add to the drinking game. You take a drink whenever you see someone doing a search on Planet Zowie. Because <laughs> this was the return. Colin was searching for stuff on Planet Zowie. I wish, I wish we had a search engine called Planet Zowie. <laughs> It'd be so, that, would that would be, be amazing. That would make me so happy. Yeah. Hold on. There, there has to be a Google search. <laughs> C-O-W-I-E, is that how they were spelling it? Yep. Plant, oh, oh, well, I can't look at that. <laughs> I can't look at that either. Okay, uh, well, are they well, on Veronica no, Mars fan sites? Yeah, Veronica Mars gossip and more. Veronica Mars favorite Yeah, stay away from engine. those. Well, I'm just, they're, yeah, I'm not, yeah, there's, <laughs> I can't. Nope, I, nope, I was nope, kind of hoping nothing. that there was going to be an actual planet Zowie, but it didn't seem that that was so. Nope. Okay, well. Um, so Keith is mad at Veronica because she took the case, and she stayed out all night, which we'll get to momentarily. I think had she not spent the night with a piece of cardboard, her father wouldn't have been nearly as upset that she took the case. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, if you're gonna, you know, spend the night with anybody, have a little taste, Veronica. Thank you. Love, Dad. Pretty much, yeah. Um, although, he may have been a little upset about the seducing sorority girl thing. Nah. <laughs> That's no problem. It's Did fine. he know that much about it? Uh, no. No, he I was did like, not. <clears throat> I was like, yeah, no, I think it's, he's just upset that she was with cardboard all night yeah yeah that is probably true think Uh, about that sentence for a second (laughs) he was just upset she was with cardboard all night (laughs) that's the things that make sense to fans (laughs) i know because like what you know any sane person would say there's something wrong with this sentence i know we're just like no it makes complete sense complete sense Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So it uh the moral of the story basically is that um it matters that he doesn't have money, but then he does. It matters it it it, it well I don't want to ruin my quote. <laughs> <laughs> But one of my quotes, but um, it matters. It matters that he lied about having money, about not having money, because he yeah. was saying he was saying that he was a trust fund, that he lived on a trust fund, and then we find out that he's not living in Nick Cage. That's not his house. It's not his car. It's Nick Cage's. So she thinks that he's poor and pretending to have money. Uh huh. And it's worse to pretend to have money than it is to pretend to not have money. Right. Mm-hmm. But then we find out, oh, wait, he does have money. Right. It's a double, triple switch. Yeah. <laughs> and then we learn that judging people based on their money is bad. Right. Yep. 
That has been your PSA for this episode. Pretty much. It was a very special episode of Veronica Mars. And that was... Oh, that uh, always kids. Yeah. And, we all, we and also... the idea that you can make your own problems. Right. I mean, there oh, really definitely. was no problem until she went digging for it. Oh, my gosh. It's a horrible woman. Um... So we also learned that uh, Keith is not so good at doing his own filing, and so Veronica is going to have to come back and work for a couple days at the office. Yay! He cannot alphabetize. <laughs> he cannot what? Alphabetize. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, and everything, I or know there's more to files. it. Going into other files. Uh-huh, just, just putting things randomly in places, because, you know, that uncle was alive and well and not cheating, so... <laughs> yes, the uncle is in Maui, and the and the wife is cheating, but wrong person. <laughs> <laughs> no, your uncle is fine, and uh... well, the the wife could have been cheating with the uncle. We don't know that. Possibly, <laughs> she could have been in Maui too. Yeah, we we never really got you know the whole story on that. So I need maybe, closure. <laughs> maybe that's why the files were stuck together. Maybe. Oh, they what substance? <laughs> There, there, there could be a train that they're trying to ship. Yeah, yeah. it would but be an expensive one. Water would be a super expensive. <laughs> but you know what? They have money. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and that's the important thing. Yes, and knowing that they have money. Yes, and, and then and not, not lying not about it. Not, not pretending to not have money or to have money. Uh huh. Exactly. Lying is bad. Right. Maybe Especially not. about money. Yes. <laughs> when it comes to money. Don't lie. When it comes to all of the things, feel free. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that we have uh, we have really, you know, gotten the moral of the story. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Never again will I make this mistake. Taking it to heart. There was no ambiguity at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Can we move on to B-plot? We can. Oh, good. Yay. Although, now that I'm looking at what the B-plot is, I'm like, oh, is this better? Um... So, uh, this is Meg stuff. Uh, Veronica calls to see if Meg is out of intensive care and then goes to visit and Duncan is there and she finds out like, he's there every day. Yeah. That like he always is, which is like, uh, so I don't, I don't know how long they were dating, but did, did they actually love each other? Cause the whole, I mean, the whole crossover, like, you know, did, does he still love her thing? And I was just like, did they even have that much time to fall in love? I think I mean, he feels. I think he feels responsible. He just feels guilty, he's, is what I know what it, it is. But I yes, mean, because he's well, the baby daddy, and there was all that guilt there. Yes. Because there, because there's a tiny itty bitty piece of cardboard growing in her belly. And he's like, it should have been Lily's. <laughs> <laughs> Now that, because now that because now that I know that Veronica's not my sister, the only sister I have yes. left to love would have been Lily. And she should have had my child, but oh. now. Oh, we are just so wrong. We are so demented. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Oh, I love I love with the echo that you've got going on, Malika. Your laugh sounds super evil. I was just gonna oh, say it good. Kind of like that. That sounded like a, a, a wicked witch cackle for a second there. <laughs> that is my aim. I am never gonna have furniture in my apartment just so that I can cultivate this. 
echoey sound all natural <laughs> well at least there's no crinkling as you try and get a pillow for your butt this time <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah now it's just a hard wooden stool oh well, you still need a pillow <laughs> all right so meg's parents uh send them away tell them they're not welcome there and go I, you know, I, I actually, I feel a little bad for Donut in this scene, because I'm like, I think that it's a little unfair that the parents are blaming Donut for this. You know, she didn't want to ride in the limo. It was her decision. I mean, I understand why he feels guilty, but, like, the parents blaming him because she didn't want to ride in the limo, because she didn't want to ride with, with you know, either of you know, Veronica or Donut, like, I'm like, it's not I mean, his fault. If, if Beaver hadn't have been, not Beaver, uh, if Dick hadn't been grossed out by the smell, then there wouldn't even have been a limo, and everybody would be dead, so. Well, right, and it's not, it, it, and that's a great other point, it wasn't even Donut's limo, it was Dick's limo. And really, who wants their, their daughter to ride in Dick's limo? <laughs> exactly. That's a bumpy ass ride. Um, I think that I think that he probably feels because like he offered her a ride, she didn't accept. So he's probably thinking, if she had only gone with me, blah 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 blah. But he offered. They offered. I know, but he probably thought if I was if she wasn't angry over Veronica and me. You know, he's stupid. Come on, like... Well, and you can see where the guilt might come from, you know. I can see where his guilt comes from, but I don't understand why the parents are blaming him when he clearly did, you know, I mean, he... Because he broke her, their baby's heart. Like, I'm pretty sure well, it's a thing. You know? I, know, I mean... I know, but it's not his fault that she's in that, that she was on the bus. Well, they're I parents. That's what I'm getting at. Parents are stupid. <laughs> I guess so. Parents her parents don't understand. Be, her parents seem to be slightly crazy too. So, yeah. Take it from me. Parents just don't understand. Dun, dun. <laughs> dun. <laughs> I woke up in a <laughs> quarter of eight. <laughs> All right. Next scene um, is Veronica runs into Weevil, and she realizes that Lamb had Weevil's earring when he was interrogating her. I just thought this was funny because I was wondering if, like, Weevil slept over at Lamb's. (laughs) 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 And left an earring. Weevil Weevil gets around with the guys in in Neptune, I guess, huh? (laughs) His bedroom eyes, you know? Oh. Yeah, so, uh... Weevil has the scraggly mustache back again. Oh yes, and you guys weren't a fan yeah. of that, right? You liked the the shaved look. We liked... I liked it better when he was shaved. Yeah, me too. I didn't know that I would like it so much until he shaved, and I'm like, I yep. appreciate this. Well, once once I saw it, I was like, oh, look at you with the baby face. Now <laughs> I, I, scraggle again. I, I think I I liked when there was the no mustache but sunglasses. Because when there was nothing else there, I don't know, it just, I, I didn't like the, the completely clean shaven. I was like, okay, but with the sunglasses, that's good. So I don't know, he's got to have something on on his face. A clown nose? Or... 
we we need to create a Planet Zowie web page that has Veronica Mars images that we can Google only up through the episodes that we've seen. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> because I was just gonna, I just, I, I want to, I just, I want to Google and I would say weevil facial hair. Because I'm sure there will be things that I'm not supposed to see. Right. Yes. It, it's sure funny because um, there's this um, it, there's this app for um, Game of Thrones. So I mean, well, there's also a web page for Game of Thrones, but you can select what level spoilers you want. I feel like we need that for Veronica Mars. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. that would be awesome. That would I know. be very cool. Yeah, yeah, so like so on this web page, you can say I've read up to book one, book two, book three, book four, and then it won't give you any of the information past that high-level geekery. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Powers that be, are you out there? <laughs> <laughs> Who has the time to make are this you list available? <laughs> <laughs> you sparkly bastards from Angel, are you out there? Can you make Come this on. happen? <laughs> Yeah, okay. Veronica has a conversation with Weevil, and um, I just have little bits of pieces of information that I'm going to throw out, out, throw out here, and then you guys talk about what else you picked up. Um, okay. There was an anonymous call uh, that Curly crashed the bus. There is mention of the fighting Fitzpatricks, and they wanted to kill Servando. Yes, and I just, I think that's so awesome that we get to find out that there's another gang that rolls through Neptune, and that it's the Irish Catholic gang, and they had the fighting Fitzpatrick. <laughs> that's just, that, that, that makes me happy on so many levels, it's not even funny. But, but Weevil doesn't think that, that, that this is something that they would do. They wouldn't kill a bunch of kids, he says. Nope. But nonetheless, I had a real hard time following that whole conversation. Both times that I watched it, I was like, wait a minute, who are we talking about? Who are these other people? What's going on here? Why are they, why are they mad? What's happening? <laughs> Which is why I just had basic little pieces of information, because that's really all you got. <laughs> I, I was like, is this supposed to make sense? Am I supposed to understand what they're talking about? Because I just don't get it. Yeah, I... I, I I don't know. I'm I'm looking at the idea of the Hispanic gang and the Irish Catholic gang. Yep. And I'm that much like, I get. It's, it's the West Coast story, boy, boy. And, and I just was off on my <laughs> now she's got him kick. singing and. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty much that because, like you said, Jimmy, there isn't really a lot of actual information it's just little kind of pieces of stuff so um veronica brings dinner to duncan and duncan won't talk about meg okay so uh, the uh, beginning of that scene uh, where duncan is facing the tv and he's on the phone i got this really weird flashback of um risky business kind of thing where they kind of pan from the side and he's on the phone with, you know, with the with the phone sex operator or whatever and she's asking him those questions and I was like, oh this is I don't, why did my mind go there? Why? <laughs> I don't want to know this. <laughs> I was like, it's Veronica and Donut. I know. 
No, please. I know we're way too hard on Donut. I know we have to. We we have to make a pact to be nicer to Donut. No, we don't. Okay. <laughs> Why? I was just trying to be nice. Yeah, you're packed. Yeah. I don't know, but I do. You know what? Like I will say, I do hate him less. I think I said that before than in the previous season. We're just. It's it's worn away to apathy now. I'm like, man, he's there. I, just to, I mean, for the record, I don't. Yeah, I just don't think. Here's the thing: is that I think I would care more if I thought he, they would last, and I don't think they're gonna last. So, I. Does anybody have have um, have the the gross quote from Veronica in the dim sum? No. No. Uh, okay. I want to forget so, that I do. Came out of oh, you do. I do, but I'm not. I wasn't gonna say it. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't because. Because it's written down here, and next to it is brownie face. So I just have well, I have it, and then gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, but the mood is basically killed because uh, she asks about Meg. Yeah, so <laughs> thank heavens for that. <laughs> yeah, well, then Meg's sister shows up. It, Two o'clock in the morning. How did... How? First of all... (laughs) Yeah, so she comes with Meg's computer. She needs to get everything off of it because her parents found out that Meg had a secret computer. How did she have a secret computer? Anyway. um, And that the, the most interesting part of this to me is that she says her parents will pull the plug. If they find out what's on this laptop seriously they will pull the plug i know i I thought it was like dramatic much not to jump ahead we'll come back to it but nobody looks at it (laughs) (laughs) but anyways um but yeah that was and how old is she so what they're they're seniors now Mm -hmm. so she's probably i don't know what i guess i'm guessing a sophomore maybe and I'm like, first of all, how did you get there? You probably have a Cinderella license. It's two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you know, I just, I don't know why I, why I try and find logic in these things, but I can't help myself. <laughs> oh, okay. I just, I just got what a Cinderella license was. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> can't drive after midnight. <laughs> I, I could, I figured that out. <laughs> well, I was just telling you, I was saying it out loud in case there was anybody else who didn't, who didn't know get that. it. Yeah, who didn't know what I was talking about? Because <laughs> that's a thing. Well, that's where yeah, I grew up. Yeah, I'm from the country. We have the fact that you get your permit, and you have to have someone who is over 21 and a licensed driver with you until yeah. you get your license, and then it's your license. And oh no, that isn't how it works. Do whatever right. you want. Uh, from the ages of 16 to 18, you have a Cinderella license, and you can only drive from the hours of I think it's 6 a.m. to 12 a.m. Yeah. And that that doesn't apply to farm equipment. You can be, I think you're allowed. Do so you have to have 12. a license to drive farm, farm equipment? No. But once you're, <laughs> if you're under 12, you have to keep it on your property. But if you're over 12, then you can drive farm equipment on other people's property. So Without you're saying. Permission. And if also under the age of 16, you can drive any vehicle as long as it's on your property. And in so, Idaho, they get their learner's permits at like 14 and a half, and they get their yeah. license at 15. 
because there's nothing on the road. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, but you'll get like eight-year-olds driving pickup trucks to go get hay and things. So we get Mac to the rescue. Yay! Mac! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. That's my note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine too. Yeah, there wasn't really too much more to say because she wasn't there very long, but uh, it was awesome. For all three seconds. I know. I, yeah. I really, I mean, it, I wish they would utilize her more. And I also want to know more of her story. Where is she? Where Where is her mother? What's going on? Where's the other girl? Yep. This is a Madison? mystery that needs to be solved. Madison, yes. Oh, Madison. Do you really this... want to see more of Madison? Not particularly. Well, not really, but Madison's mom. You know, is Max going over to Madison's house once a week and you know, having tea and talking about books with... With her little yep, sister. Mom. With her mom and real, yep. Yeah. Little sister. That would be nice. Tea and crumpets. Tea and crumpets. There we go. Uh, so we kind of mentioned it before, but Veronica doesn't copy the files from Meg's computer. So this is a thing, obviously. So first of all, my first question is why is it that Donut got the flash drive? I guess because Meg's parents would find it if Lizzie had it. Yeah. And I'm also thinking, like, this is my personal theory, but I mean, we, we keep joking about the idea of that Meg is pregnant. But I don't think that's the case anymore because it's been a while since she and <laughs> since she and Donut broke up, and we would know if she was pregnant or not. So it's not that she is pregnant, but she was, and so the emails are emails between her and Duncan detailing the stuff that had to go down to take care of that situation. So later, when Veronica actually does get the data and looks at it, she's going to find out that that Donut had sex with Meg, and then they're going to break up. Hopefully. Is that what I'm getting? Is that, is that, is that what I can hope for, do you think? Oh my god, I, I just I thought of something, something, you guys. Okay, yeah. What, what happens if he, the reason he's there so often is because he's sleeping with her comatose body. Oh, really? <laughs> and then she's going to be pregnant with his kid, and that's why they're going to break up. Oh... I think you might have crossed the line there, Roni. <laughs> I'm sorry. But it just would it'd be so, it would answer so much. I don't know if that would answer much of anything except, ew. I think it's the Austin airs. I think I'm getting just sicker and sicker in my mind. I mean, she, she's got an ICU, and uh, yeah, I don't think that he would. It, that you could feasibly pull that off. I mean, <laughs> like if, if it had been a long-term coma patient that was just off in the the coma wing, and they have them there, like the coma patient in house, where house would go in and eat his lunch and watch TV in that guy's room, maybe. But or like um, not uh, ice Kill Bill. <laughs> and also, this show is not on HBO or Showtime. Yeah, so. yeah. I was like, that was. But anyways. To, to reel it back in here, <laughs> there is obviously something on that flash job. Flash. Drive. <laughs> There's obviously something on that flash drive that um, that is going to come into play later that's going to be either evidence of something that had to do with the bus case or 
or something that something there's that that's going to come back into play and the fact that veronica didn't take that information is going to come back and bite her in the ass but (laughs) (laughs) all right very last bit of this b plot is um the call to weevil's phone right yeah the call to weevil's phone came from logan's house at his life short party yeah, so this was the party that they were talking about uh, at the gun range, and, like, I did not, I kept hearing it as the live shore party, and I had no uh. clue what that was, but I was just like, yeah, okay, yeah. it's some party, and now I, I get that it's life's short. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So, just throwing that out there for you, because, you know, you guys want to know everything I think about this show, Right. Right. Yeah, well, obviously. <laughs> um, um, well, I don't. I don't have a whole. I don't have a whole lot of to say about this particular scene, except, yay, Logan. Yeah. Um, and we got banter. We got actual Logan and Veronica banter. Yeah, like back so to happy. back to old style. Like you know, like we hate each other banter. One. Yep. Yes. Uh, I really liked that. Um, <clears throat> and that this fuels my theory that I can't get to yet. <laughs> but I, I have a theory from this too, and I will save it for crazy theory time. Okay, good. All right, so B-plot is done, and now we move on to Wallace. And I have Daryl is back, and then I have Wallace Jr. in parentheses. Yeah, I, I don't have even Wallace have Daryl. I have Wallace Jr. <laughs> <laughs> His name is obviously Wallace Jr. Right, it is Wallace Jr. So I will forget about the whole Daryl thing. I just wrote it down because Mrs. Finnell actually called him that. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we see that the Chicago man is in town. Yeah. Now and this the was truck. the person. This is the person that I was calling the stalker, the crazy stalker person. Uh-huh. You so, had a different uh, crazy stalker. Yep. I, I have him as dad. <laughs> ah. I yeah, guess he was this crazy is stalker just man. crazy stalker episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Alicia brings Keith lunch and wants a gun. And I, I don't know what made her think that Keith would just in the midst hand one over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in the midst of not only the fact that you know he's in ex-police officer and he's a private investigator and he's running for sheriff I don't know what made her think that there was any moment that there was any chance that he was going to be like oh yeah hold on I have an extra AK-47 in my back pocket here you go right I know that's not I know that's not what she was what she was looking for but you know what I mean he would just hand one over or something like that but yeah a bazooka he (laughs) totally had a bazooka in his back pocket Mm -hmm. No, he was just happy to see her. <laughs> From the back? Wow. <laughs> and so she tells him about her old boyfriend who's in town who's crazy. Yep. He's a stalker man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Keith is sleeping over and pretending he's not, which is fun. And donuts. Everybody loves. Well, everybody loves real donuts, not cardboard donuts. <laughs> they were not cardboard donuts. No. 
And well, I mean, it was really nice that Wallace brought some to school for Veronica. It's like could could have shared the donut love. The, the I, I, donut love. I also love that Veronica knew the donut ploy. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, it didn't. It didn't strike me until the second time that I watched that when she said that I was like, oh, oh, oh. He stayed there all night. He left the house and came back, pretend that he was just showing. Ah, oh, oh. And <laughs> apparently, he's done this before with who? <laughs> yeah, apparently, this is a thing. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure why she knows that trick. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is something that they've been that that he and Alicia have been doing for a while. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what I got. I think that they're not stupid. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, pretty much. So Keith accosts the Chicago man with a camera. Great scene, by the way. Yes, this is funny. Who is who is the guy? Uh, I was just gonna ask. I've, what, I yeah, know his I, face. He I is in. I want to say that he was like on. When is the, the the spy thing with Sydney Bristow? Was that the one that no. he was in? Alias? No, no, he's not on there. He's um he yeah. was on Grey's Anatomy. He was in some show that my mom watched. He was on Grey's Anatomy. He was on Prison Break, I believe. He was, he was on, on Prison Break. I think he's on Heart of Dixie now. Chris Williams. Yep, he is. He's in Heart of Dixie. He is from Friday Night Lights. That's where I know him from. I think. Prison still... Break, Grays, ER. Who was he in Prison Break? He was a bad guy. He was, um, I said his name's Wyatt. Uh, Maybe it was ER. My mom watched that for a long time. Now, that must be where I'm, where I'm recognizing him from, because everything else you've said I haven't seen. Yeah, Providence, Nash Bridges, like getting into older... Nash Bridges? Who was he in Nash Bridges? Lois and Clark! I didn't watch that either. Who who was he in Nash Bridges? Nash Bridges. Um, Antoine Babcock. He was in 22 episodes. Huh. He was on the West Wing, um, but just a couple episodes. Nash Bridges was an awesome show. But yeah, I've like seen him that. in all these things. Grey's, Prison Break, Friday Night Lights, Heart of Dixie. So. I, it's got to be Prison Break. That, that was the oh, only thing. He was in Never Been Kissed. Oh. Uh, with Drew Barrymore. Oh, the the dude in the van. Yes, the, the guy dude in the, the van. van from Never yep. Been Kissed. Yep. Okay. All right. Yep. Okay. That's it. <laughs> there. There we go. <laughs> we found a connection that I think everybody can. <laughs> no, not no? me. But I've seen him in um, I've seen him in um, Friday Night Lights. I think. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So, where were we? Um, Veronica. The confrontation. Oh, yes. yes, the confrontation. Anything else on that? So I. I, I just a, like this. I have yeah. a, I have a question. So the stuff that Keith has on him, when he says, "Oh, you know, you're going to be on the next flight. You know, drugs. This. Blah blah blah. That." And then, and, uh, just I, I have to skip ahead to, to ask this question, but mm-hmm. and then it turns out that he's this you know decorated Chicago cop, whatever. It, it's never there's never any resolution of of are those two separate things? How did we did we was that wrong information that Keith got, or was that 
I was wondering if he was like undercover and that was like his undercover persona or something that Alicia had given him the name of. And I, I like that's that's what I got from it, but I'm not sure that I'm right. I don't know. I, I have so many question marks just scattered all over my notes for this section. It's not even funny. Like there's just question marks over everything. Yeah, I that, that part, the fact that that never never really got resolved bugged me by the end, mm-hmm. and I I'm not sure. It's probably on purpose. I'm sure that we're going to find out over time but uh but right now i was just like who is this guy and is he this person or is he you know because there's there's a level of threat that he's that that he's throwing and he's trying to break into this house and i mean you know you know yeah he's claims to be a father whatever but um but there's a, a side of what he's doing that's very much not cop like and mm-hmm. so I can't figure out if, if you know the which which is the fake which, which is the fake identity because there seems to be two from what I got from what I gathered by the end of this episode. Did anybody else feel that way? Maybe. Mm-hmm. No. Say that really. again. <laughs> I can't figure out which identity is is who he is because. He seems to be doing a lot yeah. of illegal things and stalking and, you know, I feel like a cop, if he were this decorated cop, that he would be going through the proper channels oh. to get this information. I, I don't know. I, I have a feeling it's personal for him, but I do think he's a cop, you know? Does that make sense? Yeah, and, and we get the idea of, I mean, it is... It's sort of a cliche on TV, but there is a lot of real-life basis for the idea of women who were in relationships with abusive partners who were police officers and who used that to, because it's, it's just the way it's like a disconnect where they would never take a bribe from someone or do this or that, but this is, this was my girlfriend and it's completely okay for me to just go after her with all of the power that I have. I guess I can, I I guess I can see where you're coming from. Uh, Yeah. I'm just confused as to what his real story is. And I guess that's, it's, I mean, I'm supposed to, so they're doing a good job. And, (laughs) And was it, you know, was it, is he coming up with different stories? Was Alicia telling the truth about who he really was? And I, there's, like I said, just question marks over everything. And he says at that point that um, that she took something of mine. And at the end of the episode, we're, we're led to believe that that thing that he took was the kids. Well, Wallace. Because what what I figured was the fact that, you know, Wallace believed that his father was dead. So, are we too, are, are, so you? So, so Wallace Junior actually has a different daddy. So somewhere along the line, Alicia met this guy, got pregnant with Wallace, broke up with him, met Mister Finnell, got married. Mister Finnell was a totally awesome guy who adopted Wallace gave him his last name, 
Wallace Jr. was born, Mr. Fennell died. Mm-hmm. I think I think that I I think that um, that that's the lie. I think that he is the father. I think that um, I think that I th- what I kind of believe that that Wallace and 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 Wallace Jr. Uh, are likely his children. Um. But she had to get away from him for some reason. I don't. But, I mean, there's enough of an age gap between. But I don't think that Wallace is. I, the I brothers th- that he would know if, like, the idea of saying, "My father died," versus saying, "My father was, you know, a, a horrible person." Uh, he, he believes and we had to that his father him. is dead. Well, so that doesn't make sense for Wallace and Wallace Jr. Yeah. But Wallace believes that his father is dead. He actually believes that his father so is dead. It's that's what I'm saying is yeah. that Alicia was running around with this guy. I don't even know what his name is. I'm Carl. A stalker guy. And got pregnant maybe while she was pregnant, maybe when Wallace was just a baby, left him, met Mr. Fennell, got married, Mr. Fennell adopted Wallace, so that's how he is, Wallace Fennell. Mm. Then somewhere along the line, Wallace Jr. was born. Mr. Fennell dies. Wallace has has never been told that that was not his fa- real father. Roni, you got anything to say about this? <laughs> no, I do think it's. I, I do think. I don't know. I don't know. I I'm I'm suspect over the younger son, but I do think that that's Wallace's real father. And yeah, so we're, we're back to the question of paternity. Yeah, I but for some reason for this one I think that it's his real father. Yeah, I completely think yeah. Yeah. So it's either this this either is Wallace's real father and it's the scenario like like I laid out, or something else completely random that we haven't even imagined coming and this guy is just being a horrible, horrible person and well, I, either saying that... this to to get something to get Yeah, see the, the leverage when he said, to... what... When he says that she has something of mine, it it in the beginning it makes it you know it leads you to believe that it's something that she has not a person but a thing, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and so I think that there that there is definitely the option that he's coming to Wallace saying I'm your father in a way to get to him behind Alicia's back to get information to get him to you know believe that he's his father so that he'll side with him saying you told me my father was dead and you know and get and get whatever it is that he's looking for so that's also a you know a scenario that could be taking place possibly yep but i i i'm leaning towards the fact that he probably is the father of wallace at least uh but you know who knows Uh, i think that that's definitely something that you know we'll be seeing obviously come to fruition in the future (laughs) all right so veronica interrupts jackie and wallace time and jackie is a little angry yeah well i mean we need to skip back just a little bit to the the you know sharing the donuts in the hallway scene um, we need to come up with a different word for actual donuts now. For, for sharing. 
I don't want to call them donuts. Pastries. There we go. Pastries. There we go. <laughs> it's very pastry in the hall where Jackie comes up and is like, you know, slapping him on the ass. He's mine. Oh, that was gross. That was so just like, uh no, please no. No. I just don't like her. Yeah, and now she's like I know we're not... it's your girlfriend that you do favors for. And I'm just like So this is a weird um sorry, everybody take a drink. Uh, because the Buffy reference one will always be part of the drinking game. Right. It, it's going to be this weird Anya Xander Willow, like, I'm really, I'm not interested in your boyfriend. We're just best friends, kind of like um, uh, weird awfulness that happens. It, it was always something that really bothered me in Buffy. And, and um, sometimes it was funny, but other times like, it really got on my nerves. And I'm like, there doesn't need to be any jealousy. I understand why there is. We're teenage girls after all. Um, well, we're not. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, don't, I don't particularly care for that, you know, discordant relationship. You know, that jealousy, weirdness. But um, obviously we're going to go there. So I guess that's that. Yeah. We shall see. Yeah. Um, so Veronica actually tells Wallace about the guy that Jackie was with, and Wallace basically says what we kind of talked about last week. Well, you know, we weren't really dating then, and now we are. So have you seen her with the guy since? And I actually liked his response. Yeah. Like, you know, I felt like it was pretty mature. Like, I was like, okay. I mean, he's right, you know? I mean, it's totally common. Like, they weren't as serious, and they had just started talking, and he kind of took it in a stride. I mean, who knows? Maybe he'll he's, like, secretly hurt about it. But, you know, I, I thought it was a pretty mature response. Well, I mean, and now he has information going forward mm-hmm. that, he didn't have, that he didn't have before. And so if something like that were to happen again, you know, it's something that he'll, you know, well... Teenage boys don't think that far ahead. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Even adult boys don't think that far ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's pretty much, you know, what we get on that. Um, Keith had sent Lamb to arrest the man from Chicago, but uh, Lamb... (laughs) Thinks that he set him up because the man from Chicago is actually a cop and a very decorated cop. And I believe we find out his name is Nathan Woods. Is that the correct name that I'm now getting? Oh, I was going with Carl Morgan. I think that was the fake name. I don't know. There's so many names. I knew there was an AKA in there, but uh, I thought that the AKA was... Uh, was like the the AKA that was uh-huh. the, the yeah. I know this dealing. will get this will get cleared up. I'm just not sure which is the real name and which is the fake name. But so. love the quadruple boots. The what? Hmm? The qu- the quadruple boots on yes, on Keith's on, car on every wheel of his car. Oh. I just had to use quadruple without saying Z at the end. Uh-huh. I, that's yeah. why I was, like, a little confused. Like, I'm like, wait, what? Quadruple <laughs> <laughs> who? Yeah. Right. 
get the last scene, which is that uh, this guy is Wallace's dad and tells him so. I, I also don't like that Keith was going, went, let himself into Alicia's house and went through her stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that was... That made thought, me not like Keith as much. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess, you know, the private investigator in him wouldn't let it lie, you know, and I, I, I guess I can get that. You know, the the curiosity that comes with being, you know, in that profession must be so compelling, you know, that, but there should be a line that you don't cross in your personal life. You don't, and if you're going to do it, do it through your own channels. Don't look in your significant other's private things like that. I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. I understand that it was, it needed to happen to move the plot forward and everything like that, but I I didn't like it a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay, and that is the episode. So, it's time for quotes. Ooh, ooh. I, I have quotes this week. Yay, oh, yay! I have lots of quotes. Yay! So, Wallace Jr. Are you <laughs> hitting that? That was my first quote, too. <laughs> <laughs> I got it first. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I guess I'll do the, the, the Keith one. The next, well, my my first Keith one. Uh, the next time I shoot you, it won't be digitally. Did let me start that over again. Jesus. The next time I shoot you, it won't be digitally, unless I hit you in the finger. Then we can have a big laugh about it. <laughs> that was a good one. Good. Um. Well, we kind of referenced this one. Um, my dad spent the night at your place. Yep. Did he do the AM fake out run? Want one? (laughs) (laughs) I just love the donuts. And it was so... The pastries. I'm sorry. I have donuts in my brain. I don't know why. Baked goods. Baked goods. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I have one from Veronica. Oh, sorry. Should I hide in the bedroom like a hooker? Perfect. I have that one, too. (laughs) I I was going to put it down, but I figured that someone would put it. Uh, um, another Keith quote she's not my old lady she's my special lady friend <laughs> that was from the Big Lebowski I think I, I just, but he's called her his special lady friend several times yes. so yeah. I just <laughs> but yeah I think that is where that comes from oh good because I I wasn't sure <laughs> and I felt slightly <laughs> stupid after I said it I'm like I hope so <laughs> 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 At least I think it is. I know, like it's from the beginning of Wait a minute. <laughs> edit, edit. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Veronica. Speaking of bling, what's with the hoops? If I rub your head, do I get three wishes? Weevil, you rub my head, and you might want to make seeing tomorrow your first wish. Um, <laughs> I, I had part of that. Okay, so I, I have to do this. I don't know if I can do this. Oh, my girlfriend Paige would love this place. She's not my girlfriend girlfriend. She's just my friend. I mean, we shared a dorm room, so whatever. It's college, right? (laughs) (laughs) That was very good. (laughs) Um, I have a Veronica and Weevil. Let's see. Weevil. um, If I know I'm being brought in, I'll put on my good underwear, you know? You should really do that anyway. (laughs) I have that too. Okay. 
I have a Logan quote, and this was like the quote that made me so happy, so happy. I did a little dance every single time I heard it. Is it mine? Go. Probably. No, my yeah, day I... is my day is complete. Yes. Veronica Mars has accused me of evil. Twist mustache. <laughs> the fact that he was twisting his mustache while he said it—that's what made me made made me happy. And it was like three feet away from his face. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Uh, Wallace, hi. Would you like to help the hungry, starving children of the world? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, I've got one last one. Okay. Uh, Julie, aka Crazy Stalker Lady. You think you're dating Prince Charming, but it turns out you're dating Prince Charming's Kato. <laughs> gosh. Oh, any others? I, well, I have. Well, I have two more, but I'll only do one because nobody else has any other ones. Well, I have one I more. I have one more. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. So, I got... I'm sorry. Come again? Veronica. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody? Yeah. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> do I need to bust out my crickets? Uh, yes. Oh, yes. That one is good. Do you leave heroin out when Iggy Pop spends the night? <laughs> I have that one too, but I wasn't going to say that one, so I didn't count it. <laughs> oh, she was saying Iggy Pop. Okay, that makes so much more sense now. What did you think she was saying? I don't even know. <laughs> I thought it was like Nikki or something, but I never mind. <laughs> you just wasn't there, huh? No. Okay, um, I have foreign men are so much sexier than regular men. It's true. <laughs> it is. <laughs> okay, did you have one more, Jimmy? I have one last more. Okay. And it's from Julie. It's one thing to lie and say you're not rich. The other way around is way less cool. <laughs> I hate her so much. <laughs> and oh, yes. one last Keith quote. I was thinking I might have a boot for you, too. Any ideas where you want me to put it? <laughs> Nice. Good. All right, let's do feedback. Hey, y'all. This is Yvette, and I'm calling with feedback for the green-eyed monster. Hopefully, you will not be hearing this because I will actually be there speaking with you, but if not, then that means I am sitting in traffic right now, currently on my way back from the airport, which is horrible. But anyway, uh, so this is green-eyed monster. Oh, geez. This episode was pretty... I I kind of hated it. I really don't like, like, jealousy-themed things. I guess I should have just known going into it that I was going to sort of hate it. I just... I don't get it. Like, I don't really understand the point of, like, trailing whoever you're dating and, like, making sure they're not cheating on you. I mean, I, I don't know. That Julie woman was totally awful. Uh... That guy she was dating, that Scottish person, was pretty unappealing. Uh, there was like a million storylines in this, too. We had that whole fiancé cheating thing. 
let's see, there was Wallace and Alicia, like what was going on in their storyline. So we've got Wallace dating Jackie now, I suppose. At least Wallace isn't all jealous. I love him. Uh, Alicia, we find out that she lied about that guy. He wasn't really a drug dealer. That's actually Wallace's dad. I think we might have speculated that last time, too. Uh, Let's see... We've got Jackie, I guess, being jealous of Veronica. That was kind of weird. Oh, let's see. We have the Meg and Duncan storyline. I didn't get this at all. Did y'all notice that Meg's little sister seemed to have, like, two black eyes? Like, the little, little sister? That was kind of weird. I Was Meg's father supposed to be abusive? Did I miss that from, like, last season? Oh, gee. I just, I hate looking at Duncan's face. So when Veronica was spending the night at um at Duncan's house, I guess there was just nobody watching backup. I don't know. Let's see, Mac was back. I did like that. I don't I don't know. The whole jealousy thing, y'all, like Veronica's really jealous of like Meg who's in a coma. That's just ridiculous. I guess we did get some headway on the bus plot line. We have Weevil getting some information about the Fitzpatricks and the Cervantes crew. I don't know what was going on. I still don't care about the bus. I don't care about Meg. I, I don't know. This was a horrible episode. I, But you know what? It had Mac in it, and I guess that's worth something. Oh, and we did get the return of the little brother. Oh, and he's so cute. And I guess... In honor of the return of the little brother, my quote is totally going to be, are you hitting that? Oh, God, I love Wallace's little brother. Is that the same little actor? I don't know. Yeah, this was awful. There was an Iggy Pop call out, though. I liked that. All right, y'all, this episode, I just wasn't feeling it at all. So I'm going to go ahead and give it four out of ten bottles of really good scotch. All right, I hope to speak to y'all soon. And oh, oh, yeah, one more thing. Veronica's sweater was really cute. That little red cardigan that she was wearing when she was trying to seduce the Scotchman. All right, I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. And this is from the Facebook group. Beth says, Hey, the case of the week character Julie is played by Laura Bell Bundy. Most people know her from Broadway, but I knew her as my absolute favorite, Mara Shane Lewis on Guiding Light. Oh. I, I was so mad when they recast the role in 2001. She embodied the look and spirit of Riva. Sorry for yet another soap geek out. I can't help myself. She oh, was a... she was Riva. Wait a minute. I yeah, I'm not getting the reference because uh, I okay. <clears throat> I don't watch that show, but um, she was a better actress on Guiding Light than in this appearance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, Veronica, I knew you were talking to the dial tone when calling Julie back. Thanks for not disappointing me, girl. Keith joked with Alicia about how she fulfilled his fantasy by making him a sandwich. They had to have that. They had to have had some sort of time machine, so they would know the joke would actually be relevant in September 2013 with that <laughs> sandwich story in the news. Okay, I don't know the sandwich story. Do I need to know the sandwich story? What's the sandwich story, Jimmy? I was thinking more along the lines of how, well, not sandwich story, but how everybody uh, is always saying, make me a sandwich. You know, yeah. like, that, that's what I was going with. I have never heard it's anyone say that. actually be relevant. I, I, well, now I have to look 
Google search. I'm just so out of the loop. I, I don't get it either. It also makes me think of the hilarious Hulk make me a sandwich panels from Kelly Sue DeConnick's Avengers Assemble number nine. 300 okay. sandwich. Oh, 300 sandwiches for an engagement ring? Oh. Oh, now I know. Now, okay. Um, the short version. New York Post, uh, page 16, year writer Stephanie Smith revealed in an essay on Wednesday that she's the author of 300sandwiches.com, a blog about a woman whose relationship with her boyfriend apparently hinges on her making him a sandwich every day. When she reaches 300, she'll get an, an engagement ring. Okay. Which is exactly related to what I was thinking, where, you know, all those chauvinistic men are always like, uh -huh. you know, shut up and make me a sandwich. Right, yeah. That's what I was going with. But... Yeah. Well, that's kind Sorry. of what we got here. <laughs> well, and I'm just thinking for the idea that, you know, a loaf of bread has how many pieces, how many slices in it? And so you could be making him like 10 sandwiches a day and within a month. It wouldn't like, take very long. Oh, there we go. 300. Or if you wanted to be really nasty, the response would be to make 300 all in one day. There you go. Serve it all <clears> up at once. <laughs> just that, hire but somebody. But that's just the way that I think. I'd be like, here's your 300 <laughs> Call sandwiches. Call and order the sandwiches and Eat then be like, here you go. Choke. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I feel like I've seen the taking Hebrew lessons as a surprise and my girlfriend boyfriend thinks they're cheating on me plot a handful of times. Of course, since it's Veronica Mars, there's more twists to the story. Veronica's running slash jumping through the air tackle of Julie was priceless. <laughs> I watched it three times. <laughs> Mac! She was only in a short scene, but she still managed to be awesome. So sad that she's not going to be on Grey's Anatomy anymore, so I'll have to get my fix with this Veronica Mars rewatch until her new TNT show starts. What's oh. her new TNT show? Do dish, do dish. <laughs> yeah, we've got all this information and really nothing. <laughs> uh, Simone says... Vote Mars signs. Cool. <laughs> Veronica fakes a phone call to Julie Block. Oh, she spelled Block different than me, but I didn't look it up, so. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, potential lying sleazy fiancé. Let's see how this plays out, shall we? <laughs> Are you hitting that? <laughs> <laughs> Wallace Jr. is back. Yay. Um, ruh -ro, that cop is in Neptune and spying on Alicia. Such a simple fantasy. Woman with a sandwich. <laughs> sandwich. <laughs> oh, looky. It's an old boyfriend of Alicia's. Haha, uh, Keith pretending he just showed up and didn't sleep over. Shut up, Jackie. Geeky Wallace would be just as adorable. And he was. Remember, we got Geeky Wallace. <laughs> I like Geeky Wallace. Um, <laughs> she's my special lady friend, Keith. Jeff Pearson. Dexter, Castle, and various other shows. The Manning family are angry. I'd say... Who's Jeff Jeff Pearson? The father. Uh, Mr. Manning. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, Dexter Castle. Oh, okay. Uh, the Manning family are angry. I'd say it's the wrong uh, people, but what do I know? Their daughter is in a coma. That's stressful stuff. Um, rookie movie. Never tell the crazy girl where the cheating boyfriend is. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's learning Hebrew and not cheating because she's Jewish. <laughs> wow, you got a lot of quotes, girl. <laughs> Do you think he still loves her, Julie? V. I, well, I don't know. V. That was interesting. LOL. <laughs> Drug dealer. For me, it's not even my birthday. Lamb. Um. <laughs> 
And I thought we had a lot. I know. <laughs> I know. Don't be, don't be making fun of Weevil's bling. Ah, that earring lamb was threatening me with was Weevil's disco ball. <laughs> Curly caused the bus crash. Fighting Fitzpatrick's. Sarvando. <laughs> Mystery calls. Aaron Echo's made calls. <laughs> Shut up, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Wallace and Veronica are friends. You need to keep the green-eyed monster at bay. Do you own those clothes, or did you just make a stop at Dirty Coats or us? <laughs> I figured somebody else was going to have that, so I didn't. I know I I didn't even write that one down. Um, hmm, Wallace had no problem with the other guy. I guess the question is, why do me and V have a problem with it? <laughs> <laughs> Bimbo Veronica, too funny. Poor Colin. LOL. Wallace is getting. Wallace is getting antsy. He could be with Jackie right now, you know. <laughs> My friend is Nick Cage. Colin. <laughs> Wallace to the rescue. He's selling stuff door to door. Half-eaten candy or pens? What would you choose? Ha uh-huh. <laughs> hmm. Pens, probably. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> then may I suggest some dim sum and then some. Oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Um, don't mention Meg. That way leads to Grumpy Donut. <laughs> I prefer Grumpy Donut. At least it's something um, donut. Yeah. Well, at least it's, at least it's, it's not, not a... Oh. A, and a then some donut. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Colin already Googled his lady love. Secrets are bad, kids. Oh, sorry. Should I hide in the bedroom like a hooker? Perfect. Veronica, <laughs> I like this. I get to do all the quotes. <laughs> you do. You get all the quotes. <laughs> Um, Lizzie has come to see Duncan, but Meg's private about pri- Meg's private laptop. The Mannings are crazy nosy. <laughs> I can burn a CD. I love that. <laughs> uh, Mac, computer genius. Very excited. Uh, Nathan Woods, not Carl Morgan. I guess that's our answer. There we go. We have we have official word now. And now Lamb is high and mighty again. Um, oh no, Keith found out about V taking on Julie Block's case. Wow, that Julie chick is cuckoo. <laughs> Boy, is that the truth. That's more than the truth. Uh, take a step back, woman, and think. You love the guy. Nothing else matters. Colin turned out to be a great guy. A very rich, great guy. <laughs> Hopefully those two can work it out. Or Colin can look me up. Yeah, I don't want him to work it out. I'm kind of indifferent. I'm like, he deserves someone so much better than her. She's just awful. I can agree with that. Um, Keith is all over the place. A cheating uncle in Waikiki? (laughs) LOL. Um, I do give good phone, Veronica. (laughs) (laughs) Logan, we almost went a whole episode without him. Way too long, if you ask me. Oh, that's tasteless. A life's short party. Ugh. I agree. It is mm-hmm. tasteless, and yeah. it took me a while to get it, too. Uh, what? Keith. Oh, snap. I can't say yeah. that. <laughs> Nathan, is, Nathan is Wallace's father. Alicia's been lying to Wallace his whole life. His dad isn't dead. He's a cop in Chi-Town. What? <laughs> <laughs> that was a lot of words for me to read. Yes, it was. We have long comments this week. I like it. Sure do. Okay, so the next one is from Ray. 
I didn't really care for the A-plot in general, as Julie really creeped me out. What a stalker. But the A-plot did lead to what I consider the highlight of the episode, and that's Veronica pretending to be the sorority chick. That was amazing. And Wallace coming to the door trying to rescue her was very funny as well. I also did like that V and Keith clashed a bit in this one, too. They can't always get along. Also, to, also, I have to say that I don't care much for the Duncan Meg storyline. I see Duncan, and I just tune out. You too. <laughs> not, not enough Logan in this one for me, but that one scene he did was pretty great. Logan is sarcastic best. I do like that they're giving Keith and Alicia storyline, but I'm not sure I care too much yet about or too much about it yet. Although the revelation that the guy Alicia knew from Chicago was Wallace's dad and that he was a decorated cop was a pretty good twist. As for the Jackie Wallace relationship, I don't care much for it, and Jackie annoys me for the most part. Agreed. Even though there's some good parts, this isn't one of my favorites. P.S. More Mac, please. Love her. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I-, I assume that she's going to end up in the credits one of these days. Just saying. She better. I agree. This is from Jacqueline. While Veronica was doing her sorority girl act and Wallace selling door to door always cracks me up. For me, this is subtitled the episode in which we see Weevil for the first time since normal and damn, he looks good. (laughs) I love the starky little scene at the lockers and how it totally transforms into body language galore as they walk down the hall together. He's still my shiver heart. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice. All right, so you got, I don't think you really got much of anything, but uh, you guys might think it was a lot. So uh, take it away, and who crashed the bus? Okay, I have theories. Okay. I have theories. So we were saying that the night of the bridge, we will get snapped out, and the what's-his-face there dies. And we know that PCH Logan, that, number one. Yep, that Logan didn't do it because Logan gets blamed for everything, but he doesn't do it. So it's it's some other PCHer who's trying to make a move to take over the gang. So he's killing off the people who are loyal to Weevil. And so he killed what's his face there. He killed the other what's his face on the bus. And the night they crashed the party, he decided it was a great opportunity to sneak off use one of the phones at Logan's house to call Weevil. And that's why the phone number came from Logan's house. It's the, the PCHer who is plotting to take over everything. Okay. I agree with all of that. <laughs> I just like, Heidi, she's like, okay. Okay. And I don't know. I've, I, either I have gotten it totally right. And she's just like, blood is pouring down her face because she's biting her lips so hard. Or she's like, you are Sorry. so crazy. I don't know how you come up with these things. And you'll like, never know which one it was. Are you in a padded room somewhere? Well, I mean, oh, she'll the... know at the end. Oh, that's true. <laughs> the, I mean, the the fact that I mean, the fact that we're kind of both biting on on this, you know, the PCHers, and they're taking the PCHers out to get to Weevil, and I mean that the fact that we're all picking well. At least the two of us. Uh, can't speak. <laughs> I can't speak for Roni yet. <laughs> and yes, I'm going to continue to say that. Um, <laughs> you gave me permission. I did. <laughs> um, um, I, I feel like it's probably maybe a little too... 
too obvious. Yeah, uh, the fact that we're both picking up on... I thought I had something really exciting there, uh, but the fact that, that I'm not, you know, super smart and the only one who got it means it's probably, you know, too easy. No, just so, kidding. So the, the PCH theory is Duncan's mom theory. Like, we were all sure, no, it can't be. Is it Duncan's mom? It seems like it's going to be Duncan's mom. No, it's not Duncan's yeah. mom. It can't be. So, yeah, that's like, but the, this is early, early season is the PCH theory. I think so. But I also have added to the to my, you know, to to my that it's well, I have it as Chardo uh specifically just because for no reason whatsoever. Um, <laughs> because you've seen that episode too many times. Uh, yeah, I think so and I <laughs> But I also have that um I believe that uh if Lamb can get Veronica tied to this death of these kids and 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 the Morant guy, I think that um, it could ruin Keith's chances of becoming sheriff. So I think when when um, the phone call that came from Logan's house was actually after the police came and the keg, because he said the cops came and took the kegs. I think that it's Lamb that's trying to tie uh, Veronica to these uh, to these crimes to ruin Keith's chance of taking the sheriff position away from him. Ooh, I like that theory. Interesting. Malika, you got anything? I don't have anything, and it worries me that I don't have anything. Because I'm not really, like... Because I, I see what you guys are saying, and I would agree with it. Like, you know, it just sounds all very logical for me. It's just that... I, I don't know. Like, I just... I just am a little lost right now. Like, aside from that, like, it's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. But I'm not, like, super jazzed about any one theory yet. But so that's okay. You just, you sit there and percolate, and then somewhere in the mid-season, you'll, you'll finally come, come out with your it. right, and it'll seem totally crazy. But... All of a sudden, Malika's echoing cackle will come about, and she'll let us know what's going on. Yeah, we'll I think like, it was, been like, divined. episode... I think it was episode five of season one that I just pulled the clip from where she predicted it. So, you know, oh, anytime now. Yeah, anytime um, now. This is four, so. The next time I'll get, I'll, I'll figure it out by then. Yeah, but I think that, I don't know, like, I think that, um, I think it's because it's not as interesting to me. I'm not really sure, but I also just feel like, I feel like there's a lot of mislead. I don't know. I just don't feel any, like. I don't feel any one theory, so yeah. I'm going to go okay. with your guys' theory and jump on that bandwagon, and then we'll figure it out. I feel I, I like think... this is more of a slower burn season. Like, you're not... Yeah, there's a lot of, like, case of the weeks and not so much. Like, last time we had flashbacks, right? And this time they're, like, dropping a little thing here, a little thing there, but it's, like, more to deal... I don't know. I guess we got some stuff last time, but I don't know. I feel like we didn't get too much this time. I don't know. I'm... I mean, I'm I'm definitely having some trouble adjusting to this new season after the high that we came off of of season one. Uh, yeah. So I can I can see what you're saying. Yeah. So I'll give okay. it a little bit. Okay. Yes. I, so I, either it's a PCH or somehow um, Steve Gutenberg works into it. Oh, I keep forgetting Mayor Gutenberg exists. See, I was excited about him for a hot second. And now I'm just like, I don't know, he hasn't been around, and I don't know. Or, or the baseball players. Too. Like, Gutenberg and the baseball player are 
in cahoots over something. And oh yeah, they're definitely scheming, but I'm not really sure about what they're scheming about yet. I guess I need to see more of them before it comes to like play. But I bet you like some somewhere this PCH thing has something to do with it, but I'm not really sure. I don't know. Let's let's keep on going and we'll figure it out. Okay. Yep. Well, let's do ratings. Um, yeah, it was sort of a meh episode. Like, I mean, the, the case of the week really wasn't eh. And there wasn't, like, I mean, last week we at least got movement on a bunch of things and we could see that it was sort of setting up for future episodes. But this, I feel, was just sort of like a the 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 down episode you know you have to have your peaks and your valleys and this was the valley episode um i mean i laura bell bundy is great and she was really good at playing crazy um we got we got wallace and weevil and logan and mac for two seconds each and i don't know <laughs> like if we'd gotten one of them and it focused more on that, it probably would have given it a higher rating. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm gonna give it uh, four mustache twirls. Yeah, I just I was um, also meh on this episode. I mean, it was entertaining. I mean, I watched it. There was like some good moments, but it was just like just just an ordinary average episode. So. Um, I'm going to give it also four out of 10 back from the hereafter younger brothers. <laughs> wow. I venture into the fours last week and now everybody's joining me. <laughs> you set a trend. You're a trend setter, Jimmy. Well, You're the cool kid of the group. No, I just, I, it's, 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 it's hard for me specifically because <clears throat> I now look at the season finale of season one as my only ten, and I have to hold all upper all other episodes to that ten. So let's just keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or you could look at all of the tens that I scattered all over the season. <laughs> the random ten here and there. And I, I'm I am I am quite sure that that as this season builds that. That there will be, that there will be some tens. I'm I'm quite sure of it. I think that it, the the this season for some reason is it's like you're saying, Heidi. It's a slow burner, and and again after coming down after after the high of season one, it, it's 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 hard. It, it's hard to find the points to give in a slow burn when we were burn, burning so high at the end of the season. But, <clears throat> um. Again, as everybody else said, I agree, you know, um, mostly a slow episode. The A-plot wasn't really that great. Um, a shirtless donut <clears throat> does not rival a shirtless Logan. I'm sorry. So mm-hmm. you don't get any points for that. Oh, um, wait, j- just a random thought. Have we, yes. seen Weevil, have we seen Weevil shirtless at all? Um, when he was on the... Uh, um, uh, on the on the patio with Lily uh, in the murder sequence. Oh, that's right. Yes, he was. Okay, yes. And that was even better than Logan. So, okay. So I can answer that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> I think that 
this was a relatively uh, you know weak episode. Um, we did get a little bit more of the of the bus crash stuff, so I'm 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 holding on to that stuff and hoping that 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 it it, it picks up soon. Um, I have to give at least two points for Wallace Jr.'s return. I have to. I can't help myself. So I'm going to give it because of Wallace Jr.'s return. Um, five and a half. Nope. I'm going to give it with six. Six out of ten disco ball earrings. Okay. Okay. I don't like this episode. Um, Heidi. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like, I think the best part is the Veronica playing the co-ed and there is some stuff like knowing what's coming that is set up and so like that's that's pretty good but it's still not great like I really just like Naomi said it's just meh so I'm gonna bring the average back down and I'm gonna go three out of ten crazy stalker girlfriends oh my gosh wow. okay wow. I'm totally dropping down to five <laughs> <laughs> I felt no, like I was to... being too hard, so I'm got but uh, five, five out of ten. Just <laughs> when we're listening to this in the future, that's my official one. Okay, official rating is five. I I will we'll put have you to down get as a... five on a spreadsheet. I'm I'm doing that right now. Okay, your we'll score get is locked, Jimmy. Wallace Wallace Jr. is what gave them gave me the five of over over the four. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so now, Naomi, will you do our contact information? Certainly. You can find us at www.quadruplez.com. Send us an email or an MP3 file to investigatemarspodcast at gmail.com. I'm sorry, at investigatingmarspodcast at gmail.com. You can send us a tweet at investigatemars. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash group slash investigating Mars. And there's also a spoiler group that I, I have no clue if it's good or not because I can't go there. <laughs> but that is at facebook.com slash groups slash spoilers of Mars. And please leave us an iTunes review. Yes. All right. So next time... The episode is called Blast from the Past. What's it about? I think it well, has to do with uh, the whole Wallace, um, yeah. Wallace's dad thing coming back and, you know, and his whole deal. Yeah. Can, can I say that there's a, a, a fallout shelter from the 1960s under somebody's <laughs> house? I love that movie. Shows up. That, that's. I actually really love that movie. So that I think it's a wonderful movie, and anyone who says otherwise is, is mentally damaged. I think that um, it's, it's Wallace's house. Yeah. It's under Wallace's house. Yeah. All of a sudden, Brenda Fraser's going to come up from under his, his porch. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. And then Wallace is going to be like the guy that owns the bar. <laughs> she's gonna be be worshiping the <laughs> but brendan fraser pushed over the bus <laughs> oh no nice that's why All i right. couldn't think of anything 
Alright, so we will come back for that episode next time. And until then, bye! Bye, everyone! Bye! bye. bye.